Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back, everyone. And again, we have got Leanne in the studio with us, and we're going to be asking more questions of her. So welcome again, Leanne. Thanks for having me back. That's, that's absolutely fine. We're really looking forward to it. So last week, we actually did a quite a, a big conversation with regard to our behaviours surrounding money. And just the things, things like that when we have had behaviours that have gone on for a long period of time that have led us to a situation where we might increase our debt and then changing those behaviours that support the changes that we want to see and the behaviours surrounding that. I, I found that really very, very interesting. It was a good conversation and I think uh, really important for... Um, looking at how we have behaved in the past um, and then working towards those goals and changing the behaviours accordingly. Yeah, well, it was very good and it certainly it made me very much aware when I was talking to clients this week um, in my general coaching just what types of mindsets people had. So that was very, very interesting. Okay, so today um, I want to talk uh, about... Um, life in general. Sometimes life gets very difficult uh, from the aspect of sometimes we're hit with uh, a situation out of the blue that is very emotional. So if I use the example of somebody close to us passing away and we're we're experiencing a lot of grief or sadness about a situation, what I've noticed, um, or even if a situation is stressful, and there's the, it feels like there's a lot of trauma involved with the situation. What I've noticed is the reaction of many people is to spend. And it's not, it's, not a, it's not really a thought about thing. It seems to be a coping mechanism to me where they just go out and they just want to feel better. Do you think that's an actual thing? Because I've noticed that over many years. <laughs> Yes, I mean, and I can relate to that myself right. <laughs> um, in those kind of situations. I think um, humans are um, designed to move away from pain and right. go towards pleasure. Right. And I think that um, in those events, we often head towards uh, coping strategies that will help us feel like we're in control of those stresses. Nice. So there's actually research to suggest that uh, that uh, covers emotion-focused coping, which often 
we find ourselves um, using when we're in a situation we can't control. So we might display um, avoidance of the stressor or the trauma or disassociation um, in that we go out and and take our mind off of that and start spending. Yes. Um, And and, and in the short term, that can be uh, helpful, uh, not necessarily healthy, but helpful. Yeah. Um, so that you can just get through that time and then start picking up, you know, the old behavior, the behaviors that you um, feel more control of. Yes. Um, um, in a situation that you you can control, there there's a sort of more problem focused uh, coping strategy, yeah. um, which is um, perhaps talking to someone. Um, and trying to change the situation, um, in improving different um, ways of doing things, that yeah. kind of thing. But yes. what the situations that you're talking about, stress, trauma, we often go to those um, situations and those strategies that help us in the moment feel better yes. to get through that short, that that difficult time. Yes. Yeah. No, that's good, and I I think. Um... I liked what you said about having um, something in place where you've got people you can go to that you can trust who can support you, who perhaps can remind you of what of, of what you, you know, well, probably it's more like somebody putting their arms around your, you know, or comforting you and saying, look, we we may not fully understand, but we can understand your behavior and that's okay. But now let's get back onto the track that you were on before so really re, re um really emphasizing the new behavior because they understand what's gone on yeah so and and that's right like as we talked about last week we talked about the importance of um being around those people that will encourage those new behaviors yes so as you say um when we do go through these difficult times they're there to um you know, yes, support us um, and then encourage us back to the behaviours that are most helpful for us in the long term. Yeah. So, so you know, it's really interesting because uh, I think we have to sometimes also make allowances for ourselves. If I um, think of certain situations where people put themselves into a, a more confined situation or a restrictive situation, that will put stresses on the family unit and it's only for a period of time. Um, but what, what we have to do within a budget sense is give them an, a greater allowance for spending because it can be a coping mechanism. So, for instance, if they suddenly find themselves in a situation that's going to go on for a period of time, but it has got a beginning and an end and they're doing it for the purpose of achieving a goal, um, then uh, if we give them coping money, if you like, so we say, look, go out for coffee, go out for coffee every day. And anybody listening out there, I'm not saying go out for coffee every day. I'm talking about those people who find themselves in a restrictive situation and they need to keep, they, they need help to cope with it. There's nothing wrong with that coping money. No, I mean, I think when uh, when you're in a stressor or in a difficult situation, you're less likely to think of good ways to spend. Yes, you're, you're not you're not likely to think of um, great ways or a new and innovative ways to change because you're already under that stress. 
Yes. Um, so I think it is preparing, being yes. prepared about those situations. Yes. And that's what you, um, I imagine, you, you do with your clients, you know, when you're preparing for the next month's budget, you yes. would look at what's coming up and how it might affect and what, what you need to do to then cope with that. Yes, um, and it's and, almost and that's like... What we were going on last week in terms of... Um, really thinking about why you're doing what you're doing yes and maybe changing what you need to do if that's more in more alignment with your your goals yes and and it's almost like giving them permission you know saying look you've put yourself in a very tricky situation here it is okay to go and spend this much money to do this because it's going to help you in the long run emotionally as a couple in your family unit do that because it's going to help you to cope it's like you don't feel guilty I mean what's the point of um you know people being in a difficult situation and then me coming across and saying you should not be spending that money what's the point of that the people are in a stressful situation put a boundary around it you know go ahead enjoy a coffee out together if that's going to make you feel better you'll have time to talk to each other Yep, grab a slice of cheesecake, whatever. I don't know what it, what it, what the cost is, but together it's a valuable result. Yes, I mean, um, it, there's some interesting research uh, that uh, a man called uh, George Bonanno has been doing out of Columbia University, and um, he is he sort of talks about flexibility, how important it is to when you're going through different situations to be flexible to the situation mm. and um, to learn how to um, – that coping strategies may be different in different situations. Yes, yes. And so, and that's what you're talking about yes. is that um, it's important to be flexible because if you're too rigid, then um, any behaviour change or any, any new situation is going to um, – make it very difficult and um and and you'll you'll probably it may be quite worrisome as well yes. so it's trying to and you're sort of getting back to that fixed mindset that we were talking about you know yeah. in it, you're sort of thinking that um there's no way of changing and mm. um you know there's only one way to deal with this situation yes um and then you're less likely to be open to new ways of um coping strategies yes yes because what I notice can happen is when a person finds themselves in this uh, situation and they start to spend if they don't have some sort of permission or some sort of boundary that allows them to spend more than they would usually do it's very tricky without giving a specific in, uh, particular in uh moment or something that's happened but what I'm saying is the guilt what can happen is a person can be spending and if we haven't previously spoken about it or we haven't previously given them permission or a, an increased budget for something then there's guilt associated with that as well and uh -huh. there's also a feeling of disappointment oh no I've gone back into my old behaviors you know, do, do you see Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, and we don't want to focus on the fact that, you know, moving in and out of um, 
behavior, like between old behaviors and new behaviors, is very natural. Yes. Um, you know, you can sort of um, be in a position where you're trying to maintain a new behavior. Yes. And then slip right back into, you know, sort of a, a pre-contemplation of even wanting to change. Yes. So it's, um, it's very natural to move from one and to the other and, you know, and back again in some t- in some ways. Yes. And that's not the point, is it? Like it, it's the point is, is where you go from there. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it's really interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking of weight loss. <laughs> and it's so interesting because it seems to me that money and weight loss go hand in hand. But I also realise that I am getting off topic if I start talking about that. But I do see um, the similarities between the two. And maybe that's a conversation for another day. So getting back on topic, what we're really talking about is preparation. Either preparation, thinking ahead regarding the situations that we might find ourselves in, or the situations that we have chosen to be in. And really looking at them in the light of um our goals and that we're making sure that we're going to be moving forward uh towards our goals because a big part of managing our money we often discuss goals and the setting of goals and financial goals um i think that um preparation is key and i think that when you go through the process of assessing beliefs assessing your current goals your current values aligning with where you are um, and when you make that goal or those goals more meaningful and personal aligning with those beliefs in moments of more stressful situations um, or in difficult times you are more likely to be able to overcome urges of impulsivity or you know spending okay. way beyond your means because you know that there is a goal in mind yes. um, and if you if it is a situation you can't control, you know that even if you did spend more than you wanted, yes. there's ways to get back to where you were before. Yes. You know, yes. you might go through a short term of that spending, but then you um, have the ability to remember those new behavior strategies yes. to get where you want to go. Yes. And then I guess that comes back to if you've already moved into a growth mindset from a fixed mindset by a situation changing that you have got to come up with new strategies in order to get you to goal, you're more likely to embrace that because you've got a growth mindset. Well, I think, I mean, yes, the growth mindset comes from um, building or or, uh, trying a new thing and realizing that you are capable of doing it. Yes. And so then thriving in the thought of um, a new way of doing things, that yes. you have the capability of thriving in a new situation and um, creating a new behaviour. Do you know, I really love that quote. I'm just writing it down very quickly here. Because <laughs> uh, do you thrive in the thought of a new behaviour? Was that was that what you said? <laughs> it was close. I think um, definitely... The it's important, you know, that growth mindset is always affiliated with um, learning something new yes. and trusting your ability yes. that you can actually learn something new and and thrive in the thought of learning something new. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. 
I should, I'm going to actually try and get that quote exactly right. I'm going to listen to it over and over again and just write it down because I really have seen people thrive when they realize I can do this. I love that. Um, and see people come from um, a very um, restricted life. I can never change. I can never move forward to, wow, I just met that goal. What can I do now? And you can see that thriving. I love that. absolutely love it. Well, Leanne, you've got me very excited. I'm going to have to stop before I start ranting and raving. But thank you so much for coming back again. I'd love to have you back again next week where we can really focus on some strategies and some um, things for moving forward. Is that okay with you? That sounds great. I think it will be good to just um, perhaps just get really practical about um, some things we can do in that preparation mode. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for that, Leanne. And just reminding the viewers, if you've got any comments or any questions, please email me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And until next time, let's go and thrive. Don't touch it, 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 don't tou